Carolina Star, coming to you with another episode of A Day in the Life of the Alpha Woman, the official podcast of the Easy Breezy Life community. Before we jump into today's topic, it's important that I let you know that the Easy Breezy Life is for education and entertainment purposes only. We believe that you should seek out help when you need it because after all, the Easy Breezy Life is a group project. If you are unfamiliar with what we represent here, we are just a global community of women spanning across over 37 countries at this point. We come together on a weekly basis, share our stories, and help you level up. It ain't right if I don't help you level up by the end of this conversation, okay? So, how are we doing this week? I'm feeling better. I think we're all feeling a little bit better in the United States pre-elections, even though people are trying to argue that the elections are not accurate. At this point, I am just praying that Joe Biden stay safe, stay healthy, and that he be out here in these streets come January um, so that we can move forward with this democracy. Um, I understand that... Uh, my platform is kind of political, kind of religious, kind of pop culture, kind of, it's who I am, okay? A little bit of everything, a little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. You just going to get a little bit of everything here. And I understand that um, there are many of us in the Christian community who feel like people of God should not speak on politics. We shouldn't get involved, but I'll be honest with y'all and say, like, I feel like where we're at right now in 2020 in the United States is we just cannot be silent. Things are going on in these streets and they are dead wrong and we have to speak up. And when you look in the Bible, there were times where the people of God or people who were designated by God had to speak out against leadership, speak out against government, speak out against kings. And right is right, wrong is wrong. So, you know, that's how I feel about it. Anyway, let's get into our favorite game this season, which is Black Card Revoked. Mm. Today's question is, according to Mama, what does it mean if she dreamt a fish last night? A, bad luck. B, somebody pregnant. C, Somebody's getting married or D, money. Black folk, black folk and allies. If mama dreamt a fish last night, what does it mean? Does it mean that A, it's bad luck for somebody? B, somebody's pregnant? C, somebody getting married or D, money, 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 money. The answer is B, somebody is pregnant. So if you got that correct, congratulations. You get to keep your black card this week. So we'll be back. Let's get these coins and get into the topic for the week. And we are back. Joining me today is Ade Soye Alade Bami. She's a fellow daughter of the king and creator and manager of a gift as Sewn by Soye, a small business providing custom-made wigs. Ade Soye ex- experience ranges from years of doing her own hair growing up, as well as attending cosmetology school for two years during high school. Adesoya created her first wig for herself in 2013, and as time progressed, she started to make wigs for others. She actually is my wig maker. 
This increased interest and love from others formed into the small business known as Sewn by Soye today. Though reluctant to go into business initially, Ade Soye allowed her faith in God and passion to help others lead her into making it official. Welcome, Ade Soye. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm really uh, grateful to be able to spotlight what it is that you do and your journey on here. Can you just start by telling our audience a little bit about who you are and uh, how, you know, you were led into this gift because your wigs are bomb. Well, thank you so much, Asada, for that. Um, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity. It's definitely not something that, um, not my usual um, kind of thing to do. I like to just stay behind the scene, remain quiet. But, um, you know, God kind of like uses people to push you. So, you know, I just allow it to happen, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the same way my business came about. Um, I did go to cosmetology school in high school, which my mom kind of pushed me into doing. Um, like I always did my hair myself. And my mom also wanted me to learn how to do like hair. And, um, you know, she wanted me to be able to do my, my own hair. I'm like my sister's hair. I'm the oldest of three girls. So, um, yeah, so my mom kind of pushed me into cosmetology school, which I went like half day while I was in high school. And I started in my junior year. So I didn't, I was supposed to do it for three years in order to get my um, license. But I started my junior year and then I graduated high school and just went off to college. If I would have did one more year, then I would have, um, you know, taken the state boards and um, got my license. But um I just started making my own wigs one day for my 21st birthday, actually. And I was looking at prices for wigs. I wanted to get a wig done. I was like, this is kind of, you know, kind of steep. You know, I, I probably can't just, you know, do this myself. So I just did it and I went for it. I kept on doing my own wigs. People always complimented me and I'd be like, yeah, I did it myself. And they're like, wow, you do it yourself. And, you know, they asked me about it. And I, at first, I just like, I don't really want to deal with people in that way, you know, like going into business that, you know, she's like a lot of liabilities. And if somebody's not satisfied, you have to take that burden on of, you know, like their dissatisfaction. And um, so it's just like friends down the line that kind of just push me like, you know, like you have to, you have to do it. And I'm just like, like, I can make a wig for you, but I don't want to like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really want to, you know, do this for like, you know, everybody, you know, I kind of want to be selective about it, <laughs> you know. Um, so, but then I just, you know, decided to go in faith, you know, just, just open up a business of faith. And it's, you know, it's been a long time coming. Um, I could have started a business many years, I've been in business many years ago, but, you know, I, I trust that God's timing is the best timing. So I did finally, um, go into business beginning of 2019 mm -hmm. um that's when Stone by Soya came about and even like my logo the formation of my logo it was like I wasn't even thinking about like those kind of because at first of all I'm not really a business person either I don't really I never really was like business um I never like see myself being in business or wanting to be in business or opening a business but um like for my logo the Sewn by Soye logo is something that my brother-in-law actually just sent me a picture with the logo and I just ran with it. Like, okay, this is perfect. Like, you know, I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't look for nothing else. I was like, this just looks like everything that 
you know, it just grasped everything that um, is sown by Soye, you know. So that was, you know, that was a blessing, you know, having someone to make a logo for you. You didn't even ask. You weren't looking for people to make logos. You know, that's something that people pay hundreds of dollars for. And here, you know, God just sent me somebody to send me a logo and the rest was, you know, it was just fantastic. <laughs> so he yeah. When he's like, this is the thing. This is what I want you to do. Which is so interesting, right? Because you mentioned your mom pushing you towards this, which, you know, judging by your last name, I'm going to assume that you're African. Yes. <laughs> um, so to have a mom say, you know, you should really make something, you, you should go and pursue cosmetology. Maybe for her at the time, it was about practicality mm-hmm. um, saving and cost savings. <laughs> yeah. She wanted me to do her own hair. She wanted me to do her thing. <laughs> How, how do your parents respond? Because I feel like the, the dream is always like, be a lawyer, be a doctor, be an engineer. It's like, there's only four careers you could possibly take in an African household. Um, mm-hmm. And so how did your parents feel about you starting this as a business? Um, they were pretty open. They were happy. Um, it's, not, it's not something that I do full time, but they were, um, you know, they were excited. They didn't expect it. Um, my mom actually had a business growing up. She sold clothing. Um, she still does on the side sometimes, but like me, I never really aspired to go into business or, or like following my mom's footsteps and be in business. My father actually has a business too. He does um, video videos and um, pictures for events and also does DJing sometimes. Uh-huh. But like, I never, <laughs> I never, um, I never like that was not something that I looked up to like okay I gotta be in business too like it just you know it just kind of happened okay all right that's interesting and I think what you said was also interesting so in college I used to do hair a lot right but um, when you're in a service-based business like something like hair is so personal yeah is trusting you with the whole look of who they are so I could certainly relate with one of the reasons why I just I only do hair for people that I love mm-hmm. like I don't like this enough to do it all the time <laughs> you're really skilled like your wigs are tight you know I don't love it enough to do it all the time um but love it enough for it to be an act of love and so for you yeah. on your Instagram page that it's it's business but it's also spiritual it's all yeah it's also you know uplifting you're calling it crowns so how do you merge your business with your faith and are you ever concerned that that might cost you clients um no i don't i'm i'm not concerned that it cost me client that it would cost me clients um i feel like god will send the right people who need to you know be who need to wear my wigs or what I are, as I refer to as crowns. I feel like he will send the right people who need to wear it, who need to be inspired, who need to just be blessed by it. Um, and I feel as if like the making a wig is kind of my ministry of like helping people, helping women. Um, I, 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 I genuinely like to help people and I've always helped people. Like, I feel like that's all me and my sister's done growing up. Like my mom always put us in stuff to like help Serving, serving in the church, doing you know, serving food and stuff, um, doing soup kitchen stuff like that. I've always been in like those youth missionary um, groups, so like that's genuinely like my my thing is to help people, and I feel as if like through the wigs, I'm able to help another person with enhancing their beauty, and I just do it from a place of love, and 
that's just pretty much what fuels me like the the love to be able to help people and be be able to help them enhance their look ah yeah yeah no i have to tell you um your work and even what you shared in the Untethered Conference, because um, Adesoya was one of the speakers during the Untethered Conference, the skills. I was like, this is, the, the, your session was one of the most highly attended, which is so interesting because you don't think people are going to come to a women's conference looking for hair, but this hair is a big deal. The struggle is real. Like I have friends who don't own hot combs, who don't own hot, um, <laughs> hot irons because they're like, yeah. I know nothing about this don't. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if it's because I grew up with sisters or whatever or, or in that way, but hair was always a conversation. And yeah. so let's, let's transition into wig and wigs and curls and all those things. Um, you gave a talk on what people should be looking for and the questions they should be asking when they're going out to purchase a wig. And I'll never forget this one line, no humpy wigs. <laughs> session was the first session that I saw somebody was a hot because closure be wearing me out and no matter how you use the flat iron it does not get flat yeah the flat iron is not <laughs> is not the tool parade <laughs> do one by one it will not lay yeah so talk to us tell us to tell the women who are listening tips girl this is how you slay a wig yeah so <laughs> going back to as you mentioned the hump <laughs> A lot of people, you know, they come out and they, they wear the, they put their wigs on and it's not sitting flat, unfortunately. And I don't know if they're not seeing it in the mirror or nobody's like really like advising them. But um, yeah, you have to, you have to have your wig, your wig sitting flat, you know, to get the proper, that's the proper way to use it. Um, it has to be laying flat up here. Um, if you're wearing a closure, sometimes people wash their, their wigs and, you know, they try to just straighten it on their own. But the closure is going to, like, lift up a bit. Disrespectful. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, I don't understand why it does that. What's the chemistry behind why it does that? But if you're not, like, careful and you're just roughly washing a wig, it's going to um, lift up a bit. So you have to make sure that you are flattening that area of, your, of the wig with a hot comb. Um, you can try a straightener, but it's not really going to get you, give you the optimal result. <laughs> so I would recommend a hot comb or if you don't have a hot comb, you know, you don't want to invest in a, it's not even that much money. It's like $30 for a hot comb. But if you don't have a hot comb, you can use a straightener and you can use edge control mm. or um, some type of hair wax. You just put it on your hands and you, you know, mm. And then if, if you don't have a hot, hot comb, you can you tie a scarf down, mm. a scarf down on the top of your head and just like let the hair lay flat. Um, lay it, chick. Because I, yeah. I have this one curly wig that she made for me. I just abandoned the wig because it was, <laughs> it just, I just look at it at the closet like you're beautiful, but I can't. <laughs> because you're thinking, and, and that's, I think that's the thing about the wig game that's strange is like you're trading one headache for another sometimes. Right. And so what low maintenance, what are low maintenance curls? Cause I need like low maintenance wigs in my life. And I thought that a curly wig would be low maintenance, but I think I took, I chose too kinky of a curl. Cause I'm like, this more work than my real hair. Yeah. Yeah. You probably need like more of a loose wave. Mm -hmm. um, something good. that, yeah. Something that you could just spray and go and comb your fingers through. That'd probably be more low maintenance or yeah. 
a loose wave because the curl you had was like a kinky curl so yeah. you know if you want to like put your fingers through it and um yeah it, it could be a lot more um a lot more to manage ah okay okay so so yeah i want to talk about how you're ba- how you balance um your full-time job and your business and you know your your ethics and values if there were three points of advice that you could give to our alpha women and all alpha women means is that you have multiple talents right like you're mm-hmm. you got you got a couple things on this uh burner going and so what is some advice that you would give to women who are balancing multiple talents and their faith and ethics and all these things? Some, uh, what I would say is in balance and everything. I can't say that I have it all figured out or I'm balancing it well. Um, it's only by God's grace that I'm able to get through the next day, one day to the next. So, um, but one thing I can definitely say is, determination you just have to be determined you can't like just lose hope and give up so you just have to remain hopeful you have to have like uh, a perspective of just like faith like you know this too shall pass and I'm not gonna just end I'm not gonna end or like I'm not gonna make a big deal out of you know everything that I have to deal with I'm not gonna just let that leave me where I'm at you know, if we just sit back and um, think about, oh, everything that we have to do and not move forward, then we're not going to get anywhere. We're just going to remain at the space of, oh, okay, I have all of this to do. And um, so I'm just not going to do it at all. Or I'm not going to move forward or progress. Um, so I would say like your determination, your faith and um, yeah, like God's grace is just, you just need it. You, you need to be, remain pray, in prayer, you know, just to just you need we need his prayer we we need the holy spirit to move and to to do things through us we need his strength we need his uh you know just that force to yeah. just move yeah to get from one thing to the next because i know it's not me <laughs> it's, it's only god it's the holy spirit especially this 2020 yes 2020 reminds me i don't know if you ever watched the dave Chappelle show it reminds me of that skit with Murphy. <laughs> just stomping on people's couch that the, <laughs> I don't care about your couch. 2020 not care about our couch. It like, yeah. Every time I turn around, it's something and you just have to become good at, you know, surrendering it to Jesus every single, mm-hmm. every single. Yeah. It's always, it's, yeah, it's so much thing, but I'm, I'm actually grateful for 2020. It's like really, um, despite everything that's going on, God is still like, you know, still moving. He's still doing things. He's still shifting. He's still like, there's still good news. There's, you know, it's not just all bad news. Yeah. He, he's still working. Like, you know, he never stops working. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's, it's, it's amazing how he's working little from little things to big things to, you know, things that people don't even think about. So um, I'm forever grateful. <laughs> That is fantastic. So you also work in healthcare. That's your full-time job. What are you seeing? Yeah. Out there? Because when I watch the news and then I look on my, my timeline and feed, I'm like, is the news real or what? I'm looking at my timeline and feed real, right? So I have a child with complex medical needs. And so because I had to spend 11 months in the hospital with him, I know like people can get sick in real life. Christians mm-hmm. can get sick. Holy Spirit filled people can get sick. Like I've seen it in real time. So for me, I don't joke around, right? Like, mm-hmm mask with the mask and since i'm not that great i'm wearing the mask i keep my behind home or i have people who are obsessive about the mask because i know that they'll cover me 
So my question for you as someone who's in healthcare, like what does this feel like on the ground as an essential worker? You're going to work every day. I mean, before we started the, the interview, you said that you stopped wearing wigs during the coronavirus because you have to work in a hospital setting. Tell mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I just, I just usually keep myself, I take, you know, the necessary precautions. Um, I actually like, thank God. I don't know. I guess this is another level of grace that he's given me with wearing masks. I wear an N95 and I wear a surgical mask over it and it doesn't bother me. I'm able to get through my shifts. <laughs> it doesn't like, it, it does not like disturb me at all. Like wearing PPE, it doesn't disturb me. Although we have like cut down on the kind of PPE, you know, wearing like full gowns and caps and everything and shoe covers. We haven't, we're not doing that anymore. Um, but I do continue, like some people look at me like, you know, oh, why are you wearing two masks? But that's just, that's just how I feel um, safe, you know, to wear those two together. Um, but as far as like work, uh, I actually work in a mental health hospital um, with children. So my, that is my, my area. Wow. Uh, that is a very interesting niche. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my, I went to school for, um, well, I graduated with a degree in child advocacy and policy. So I'm a child advocate, essentially. Um, wow. Yeah. So I work with children that are in crisis and they're, you know, they're there to be, you know, we're there to help them become stable. Um, it's a short term stay that they're supposed to be there for like nothing more than seven days. Um, so the children are just there. A lot of them are there, you know, suffering, suffering with depression, um, suicidal ideation, homicidal ideation. A lot of them like is depression, suicidal ideation or like anxiety um, but like, I feel like my role in there is, you know, sometimes I see them freaking out, having panic attacks and I'm just like, they're silently praying for them. Like, as I'm like, just watching over them, I'm silently praying for them. And I, I don't understand what's going on with them. I don't understand why, why, what is happening. You know, they're just freaking out, having panic attacks, but I just pray. And, um, I think that that's just, you know, what God has put me in that role at this time to do is pray for these kids a lot of them can you know their stress their stresses can range from um can range from you know just what's going on with the world and the pandemic and some of them are their stresses are just school their stresses are their parents their stresses are their family so like you know it's it's different I, I can definitely see that it's different for children growing up now they have a lot more stress <laughs> Um, than how it was when I was growing up or, you know, how it was when we were growing up. So yeah, like children, they need to be, need to be covered. And it's our role to, you know, do that for them. Oh, wow. That is such, I never imagined that there were basically psych wards for just children. Yeah. Jesus, help us, help us. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, for sharing and for doing what you do. And you got another wig com- order coming soon, but I'm trying to put together my lines <laughs> for these wigs. And you know, and that's the thing because people always feel like they should negotiate prices. Do you get people who try to negotiate you for prices a lot? Yes. Yes. Too. Like, do you stick with your price? Like, because I feel like, don't you want me to do this with a good heart? You should pay me what I'm worth. <sighs> you, you just don't even, <laughs> you don't even understand. Like, uh, you just have to love them with the love of God. <laughs> it's a lot. And it's like, no, you don't want, you don't want to pay this. Just go somewhere else. Go somewhere exactly. else. Exactly. 
what you pay for. It's like that one, everybody always, got, there's always that one Amazon review that's like, oh, this dress was cheap. You paid $25. Don't buy something for $25 off of Amazon. Oh my God. Yeah. You're complaining. You get what you pay for. So ladies, you can find Sewn by Soye's Beautiful Ways on Instagram. I will share the website in our episode notes. Um, make sure that you hit her up for your crown. And, you know, I am so, so particular about who touches my head, who does my head, who touches my hair, because that is our glory. That is your glory as a child. Yeah. So you need to take it seriously and just be ordering wigs off of AliExpress. You don't know <laughs> temple it came from. You can hear that from me. But, you know, you have someone here who um, believes in God, believes in the craft and her work, knows her work, makes the best machine sewn wigs you're going to see on these streets. And oh, thank you. So um, hit her up on IG and on her website. And thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week at A Day in the Life of the Alpha Woman.